Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. After receiving the vaccination, please report to the nearest health facility. Remember, the coronavirus vaccine is an addition to the existing protocols. So continue other practices such as wearing of face mask, frequently washing of hands with soap and running water, hand sanitizing, and social distancing. Remember, Ghana needs you. Stop the spread. Get vaccinated against coronavirus for additional protection. This message is from the Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service and Partners. This advertisement is FDA approved. The Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service and Partners are introducing a vaccine against coronavirus from March 2021. The vaccine will be given to all persons aged 18 years and above in phases. The vaccine is safe, effective and free. The coronavirus vaccine offers additional protection against the disease. The vaccination exercise will take place in March in health facilities and other designated places near you. The vaccinator will tell you when to come for the next dose. If you feel unwell after receiving the vaccination, please report to the nearest health facility. Remember, the coronavirus vaccine is an addition to the existing protocols. So continue other practices such as wearing of face mask, frequently washing of hands with soap and running water, hand sanitizing, and social distancing. Remember, Ghana needs you. Stop the spread. Get vaccinated against coronavirus for additional protection. This message is from the Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service and Partners. This advertisement is FDA approved. Keep on listening to George. George, 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 George. James, host of Sports World on the BBC World Service. For the best of previews to the sporting weekend, listen to George Addo Jr. on The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room on Joy 99.7 FM with George Addo Jr. Ghana Premier League is very much in focus this weekend with the first edition of the Super Clash taking centre stage. The age-long rivalry between clubs who in one breath hold the keys to Ghana's continental and local football history meet.
This could be dangerous. Dangerous. Asante Kotoko face across hearts evoking an outstanding Ghana Premier League fixture on Sunday with a thousand and one subplots and so much on it for the fans. Hearts evoke have won back to back. Asante Kotoko um, blemished away from home, but are home in this. We have a special preview to this time. Updates coming from both camps. We'll be in Mauritania to bring you updates ahead of the semi-finals of the ongoing under-20 Cup of Nations. Ghana's Black Satellites will be looking badly to qualify to the final. I will be on hand to bring you the analysis. Also coming up. Free kick. Bruno Fernandes scoops it in. Martial with a shot. Oh! It's beaten Edison. It's gone underneath the diving Manchester City goalkeeper into the net. Martial scores. And Manchester United take the lead in the Old Trafford derby. 1-0. And we've played almost six minutes of out of time. Rain intense. It's played out. McTominay goes for goal. And he scores. What a goal to win the derby. It was played out by Manchester City. There was no one there in a sky blue shirt. Only Scott McTominay from Manchester United. Ziyech once more into Timo Werner. Back with Abraham looking to set up Ziyech. 1-0 Chelsea. And Hakim Ziyech celebrates his first start in the Premier League by scoring his first goal in the Premier League as well. Mason Mount with the corner, headed into the back of the net by Kurt Zuma. 2-0 just at a time when Burnley was starting to ask some questions. England comes to a standstill as Chelsea welcomed Manchester United to the Stamford Bridge in the EPL's headliner this weekend. Thomas two kills, unbeaten run is under threat. So is unbeating away run of the Ligana Socia. We have a full preview including clashes involving Manchester City, Arsenal, and these days, West Ham. In Spain, there's Barcelona, Sevilla screaming at you. We have our eyes in Germany, France, and Italy as well. If you want to send us a message, we'll love to read them via social media accounts. Joy slash 99.7 on Facebook, on WhatsApp, 0551-111-997. Or tweet at us at joysportsth. Time to talk about what the world is talking about in the world of sport. Hello from me, George Addy Jr., and welcome. The Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service and Partners are introducing a vaccine against coronavirus from March 2021. The vaccine will be given to all persons aged 18 years and above in phases. The vaccine is safe, effective and free. The coronavirus vaccine offers additional protection against the disease. The vaccination exercise will take place in March in health facilities and other designated places near you. The vaccinator will tell you when to come for the next dose. If you feel unwell after receiving the vaccination, please report to the nearest health facility. Remember, the coronavirus vaccine is an addition to the existing protocols. So continue other practices such as wearing of face mask, frequently washing of hands with soap and running water, hand sanitizing and social distancing. Remember, Ghana needs you. Stop the spread. Get vaccinated against coronavirus for additional protection. This message is from the Ministry of Health, Ghana Health Service and Partners. This advertisement is FDA approved. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. And of course you're live and up to date on Joy 99.7 FM. I'm George Addo Jr. And it's going to be a special evening as we go through all there is to in terms of a preview to the weekend. And there's so much to come on the local scene with Kumasi Asante Kotoko and Accra Haas of Oak Take It On. Remember, we've got live commentary for you. We'll be telling you a lot about that special Ghana Derby or the Ghana Super Clash. Here
here on the show. And of course, we'll look into all the other matters. The special thing about today's show is that we'll be activating the phone lines at 7.45 to give you the chance to tell us um, what you think. Because you know what? This super clash has no fans going into the stadium. Uh, it's going to be played behind closed doors. It's actually the first time it's happening. So in our build-up, we need to remind you that you cannot go to the stadium to watch the game. You can only listen to Joy 99.7 FM. And that's why we have a super build-up for you at 2.30 p.m. on Sunday before the game actually commences. So everything that you need to know right here. Uh, we activate our phone lines at 7.45 and then you tell us uh, what you think. Uh, you've, you've seen Kumasi Asante Koroko do all that they've done this season and what Akron Haas have done now. Where do you think uh, the chips are going to fall on Sunday? Let's hear from you on that one. Our WhatsApp line is also activated. 0551-111-997. Let's hear from you. Talk about the Ghana Premier League. We know that there were a few matches that needed to be on it yesterday. Kotoko versus Bechem United was rained off. And so we'll be looking forward to when that game will be played. But this evening... Great Olympics have just beaten Brickham Chelsea by one goal to nail. Uh, really, really pushing them back up there on the table. I think after second. We'll talk about that uh, also in the show. And I was going to just quickly touch on this. For those of you who are following the under-20 Cup of Nations ongoing Mauritania, that, you know, Tunisia, uh, you know, Manchibitia, Morocco, and have made it into the semi-final. And we know Ghana will be looking out for who wins in the game involving Gambia and the Central African Republic, which is actually on. But today on our show, we are going to start with the Joy Sports BBC two-way series. So as you know, on Sunday after the Kotoko Hearts game, we've got Chelsea Manchester United live here on, on, on your slate on the sports arena. So uh, I spoke with the BBC's John Bennett. We spoke about quite a number of very, very interesting topics I'm sure you love. Let's enjoy this and when we come back, certainly more to come. Thanks, John, for your time this weekend. It's always a pleasure to have you as well on the locker room. So let's begin with Chelsea. Olivier Giroud rescued Thomas Tuchel's men in Bucharest. Six goals now in the Champions League. But as Timo Werner and Tammy Abraham also around. How complicated does Thomas Tuchel's job get in deciding his top max man? Hi, George. Great to speak to you again. Yeah, what a victory that was for Chelsea. I have to say, I've only seen highlights of the game because I was covering the other game, which was going on at the same time for the BBC that night, Lazio against Bayern Munich. But it looked like a really impressive performance by Chelsea against Atletico Madrid. And yeah, there is this this problem. Can you call it a problem when there are so many strikers to, to keep happy? Olivier Giroud, every time he's given an opportunity, nearly always delivers. Tammy Abraham has had another, another impressive season. Timo Werner is finally scoring goals again. So it's, it's very difficult for Thomas Tuchel. I, I do think he needs to have a first choice team in his mind, even in this day this, this this era of rotation when he has to change the team so much because of the demands on players particularly due to the congested fixture list due to the pandemic Thomas Tuchel I think will, will have an idea of who he wants to be first choice if it was me I would play Timo Werner down the centre, I know he hasn't had the best of seasons, I know he had a long goal drought but he long term I think will be the man going forward for Thomas Tuchel playing in that central role I know he can play out wide but I would prefer him to play in a central role to give the opportunity for Chelsea to bring in some of their excellent wide players like Christian Pulisic so for me it would be Timo Werner but I'm I'm still debating who who Thomas Tuchel feels is his first choice maybe Olivier Giroud with that goal in midweek has has put his hand up to be that first choice let's see what Thomas Tuchel does this weekend against Manchester United Next for Chelsea is a visit to second-place Manchester United in what's expected to be a very competitive game. Manchester United have been impressive on the road and Chelsea are almost finding their feet. How much of a threat is Thomas Tuchel's unbeaten record at Chelsea under? Really interesting game because we all said that Atletico Madrid was Thomas Tuchel's first big test since taking over as Chelsea boss. I think Manchester United is his first big Premier League test since taking over as Chelsea boss. People will be shouting at the radio now saying, but John, they've already played Tottenham. Yes, I know they've already played Tottenham, but 
Manchester United this season have proven to be a class above Tottenham. Tottenham are mid-table as we speak. I don't think they'll finish mid-table. I think they've still got a good chance of finishing in the top six. But right now, we're talking about a mid-table Tottenham team. Manchester United second in the table. So for me, this is the first big test for Chelsea in the Premier League under Thomas Tuchel. I've already mentioned many times to you over the last few weeks, George, what I've been impressed by Thomas Tuchel already is that he's got an identity in this Chelsea team already. The way they play, we know how they're going to line up. We know the style they're going to play. That doesn't make them predictable, but I feel that the Chelsea players now know the direction they're heading in. Slightly worrying performance in, in their last Premier League game against Southampton when they dominated possession but failed to create a lot of chances. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this Manchester United game because we're finally seeing a, a big, big test for Thomas Tuchel in the Premier League since he took over at Chelsea. So, John, West Ham United are showing no signs of slowing down at the moment with David Moyes continuously calling for improvements. They have found goals and winners in needy times. How much of a threat now do they pose to the traditional top four chases? Well, you can't help but be impressed by West Ham this season. They're defying all pre-season predictions. Some people had them down as being relegated. It's very, very difficult to, to, to remember now. It feels like such a long time ago, but there were big problems at West Ham at the start of the season. Remember, they sold Grady Diangana. There was a big outcry, not just from outside the club, but inside the club as well. Mark Noble tweeted about it, saying how unhappy he was with that departure, but... Listen, they've done so well under David Moyes. We talked about identity with Chelsea. David Moyes has got a real identity there with the West Ham team. I think they'll drop out of the top four, though. Some really tough run of fixtures coming up for them. They have Manchester City this weekend, then Leeds, then Manchester United, then Arsenal, then a game against an out-of-form team, Wolves, but then, then it's Leicester. So it's a really tough run of games for West Ham when I, I think they will start to be tested. And what worries me about them is that they don't have a substitute natural striker for Mikel Antonio. So if he gets injured, I know Yarmolenko can play as almost a false nine, almost a traditional striker as well. But if Mikel Antonio gets a long-term injury, then I think they are in real trouble. But you have to say their recruitment has been spot on. Brilliant recruitment summed up by their, their latest recruit, Jesse Lingard, who's done brilliantly for, for West Ham. I think they'll be well beaten by Manchester City this weekend. But still, even if they were to to drop out of the European places, I still think the West Ham fans can look back on this season with a lot of pride, considering what people were predicting at the start of the season. Liverpool have kept going back. And to be fair, many pundits who believe they could have managed a challenge somehow for the title are now getting worried. Currently out of the top four and games coming in thick and fast. What do you expect from Klopp's men, especially after the performance against Leipzig? Yeah, the worry is that uh, Liverpool are not going to get into the top four. They're five points off the top four. So we know that the title race is over. They're well off that. They they can't get back into the title race. But it's all about getting into the top four now. They play Sheffield United this weekend. So, you know, they should win that game. But after that, they play Chelsea. So that's a massive test. And, you know, they don't just need one win here and there, Liverpool. They need to start putting together another run of form. So they've got Chelsea after that. After this game against Sheffield United, then it's Fulham, then it's Wolves, then it's Arsenal, then it's Aston Villa, who beat them 7-2 earlier this season. These are tough games coming up for Liverpool. And the latest issue is Jordan Henderson. He is out for what looks like long term. At the moment, Liverpool aren't putting a timescale on it. They're saying he's out until at least after the next international break. But from what they were saying, I think he, he could be out for at least until April. I hope, it, I hope he proves me wrong. I'm no physio, I'm no doctor, but it's not looking good. And this is another serious injury in terms of not just a player, but a personality. I think in Virgil van Dijk, they didn't only lose a world-class defender, they lost one of their big leaders in the team. And in Jordan Henderson now, they've lost the big leader in the team. So it's going to be tough for Liverpool. Yes, they'll beat Sheffield United, but can they put a run of wins together? That's the big question. Manchester City were brilliant again, Borussia Mönchengladbach. And that has fans stocking up their chances of winning this year's Champions League title. However, Pep Guardiola was upset about the wastefulness in front of goal. Is that the main flaw in this 19-game unbeaten run? Yeah, I think you've, you've, you've picked it there, George. That is their main flaw. They're not killing teams off as they have done in the past. Uh, listen, I don't want to go overboard with that because they, they've, they've won 19 games in a row. 
Um, so we really are clutching at straws when it comes to picking out a weakness in this Manchester City team. But we're only saying it's a weakness going forward at the moment, the wastefulness, because everywhere else on the park looks so, so strong. I mean, defensively, they are sensational with Diaz and Stones at the back. The fullbacks have been sensational. The way they've dealt with the injury to Sergio Aguero and Kevin De Bruyne, sensational. They're going to run away with the Premier League. They're big favourites in the Champions League. They could win the quadruple. So at times they haven't been able to kill teams off as they did two, three seasons ago. But still, they're an amazing team. And you'd expect them this weekend against West Ham to make it 20 wins in a row. Jose Mourinho next. And the results in Europe have looked really good. But Premier League performances are far from convincing. How much of Bill's involvement can turn things around? And why is Jose hesitant to play the Bill card as often? Well, surely Gareth Bale has done enough this week in the performances against West Ham and in the Europa League as well to convince Jose Mourinho to start him this weekend. Uh, They play Burnley on Sunday and you would expect Gareth Bale to start that game. I would be shocked if Gareth Bale didn't start, unless it's a medical issue, unless it's an issue where he can't play in three consecutive games. But surely Gareth Bale has done enough to prove that he is not getting close to his best, but getting close to possibly 60% of his best, which, listen, if he gets to 60% of his best, will be fantastic because we know what a what a great player Gareth Bale was. So he, he, he almost keeps it as a mystery why he hasn't picked Gareth Bale so often. He's, he, you know, he said to one reporter, you don't deserve an answer. He said, he's, he's kind of making it a bit of a mystery as to why he doesn't pick Gareth Bale, which makes you, makes you think there's a medical issue there that he can't play consecutive games because of some sort of injury. So we, we will see, we will see. But I, I, I will be stunned if Gareth Bale didn't start this weekend. Tottenham need to start picking up wins. Their run of fixtures on paper looks pretty good. They've got Burnley, then Fulham, then Crystal Palace. You'd expect Tottenham to pick up all nine points from those fixtures and they need them to get back in the race for the top four. Can any interest right now, uh, John, because Southampton defender Mohamed Salisu has been given a round of games by Ralph Hassan Hotel. How crucial would he be to the Saints' battle to stay up? Yeah, that's been the one bright spot of this awful run of form for Southampton. Salisu has finally got his chance, and by all accounts, talking to people at Southampton, he's done pretty well as well in a, an underperforming team. It's been a worrying run of form, hasn't it, for Southampton? They've really fallen away. They were top of the table, I think it was in November. And now they've completely fallen away this season. I don't think they'll go down. Uh, I still think that Fulham have a lot of work to do to to stay up. West Bromwich, Albion and Sheffield United are definitely going down for me. But yeah, it's going to be good for, for Salisu to get, get a run in this team and hopefully prove that next season, I have my doubts as to whether Hasenhutl will be the manager next season. I wonder if another team will snap him up. But next season, he can be a first-choice in Southampton's best team when everyone is fit. But yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed watching Mohamed Salisu in the last few weeks. Finally, John, we have to end with some games to come and one in which another Ghanaian is likely to perform after his action on what we saw against Benfica. Arsenal up against Leicester City. Thomas Partey should have a part in that game. But it's also Crystal Palace up against Fulham. Newcastle up against Wolves. What should we expect? Yeah, it's good to see Thomas Partey back. I really hope he starts against Leicester City on Sunday. Two teams who had very different weeks. Arsenal scoring a late winner against Benfica in the Europa League. Leicester City knocked out by Slavia Prague. Fulham, they have a massive game, don't they, in this relegation battle. It's suddenly hotting up, isn't it? If you'd asked me a few weeks ago, I'd have said that Fulham are definitely going down. But they're three points from safety going into this game against their London rivals, Crystal Palace. I'd expect Fulham to win that game. So the pressure will be on Newcastle, who are just above the drop zone. They face Wolverhampton Wanderers. At the moment, you can't see where Newcastle are going to score goals, let alone pick up wins. And Brighton aren't safe yet. They're away to second from bottom West Brom. I think Brighton need to win that game to steady the nerves. Suddenly, the relegation battle is looking a bit more interesting, George. Thank you very much, John, for your time on the show. And indeed, it's always a pleasure to have uh, the BBC John Bennett alongside of the Joy Sports BBC two-way series, as always. So now, I tell you, we've got live commentary for you on Sunday. Chelsea versus Manchester United. That's the one you want to look forward to. That will be right after the Hearts of Oak, a Santa Cotico game here on your slate. Let's now find out the other games to be chasing this weekend. My colleague, uh, Moses Yabwa, has just put it together. The 
for the Serie A title resumes following the midweek break for Champions League and Europa League fixtures. AC Milan head to Roma on Sunday as part of a bumper six-game schedule for the top tier of Italian football. Elsewhere, new league leaders Inter Milan will host Genoa and Champions Juventus travel to Verona. Sevilla and Barcelona will be looking to keep their La Liga title hopes alive when they face off on Saturday. The two sides are neighbours in the standings sitting on third and fourth positions, but Sevilla on 48 points, two less than their Catalan rivals who have played a game more. Meanwhile, league leaders Atletico Madrid will hope to bounce back from two successive defeats when they travel to VRL with the hope of maintaining the top spot, which is under threat, with Real Madrid who will play on Monday just three points behind. RB Leipzig's push for the Bundesliga title continues on Saturday when they host Borussia Mönchengladbach. Julian Nagelsmann's side are just two points behind Bayern Munich and face a Gladbach team looking to keep their slim top four hopes alive. Champions Bayern Munich will host Cologne and Dortmund who are pushing for top four place take on Armenia. And Thomas Tuchel and Olegan Associate face off this weekend as Chelsea host Manchester United in a game that could be crucial to both teams' Premier League top four hopes. Elsewhere, Leicester City will host Arsenal Man City versus West Ham and Liverpool travel to Sheffield. Thank you very much, Moses Yabois. Live on radio, live online, this is The Locker Room with George Addo Jr. Thank you very much for staying with us. Remember, we are activating our phone lines the last 10 minutes of the show. We'll give you a chance to talk about the Kumasi Asante Kotokokra Hartsville game. Who's going to win? What you think? Let's talk a little bit about it and I'll tell you about all that you need to know as we go forward to that. It's, it's, it's been some time coming and at least we've got something to look forward to on the local scene as well. And this is going to be absolutely huge as we try to bring you all. So what? The derby of all derbies in Ghana is very much on. It's a free kick for Kumasi Asante Kotokokra. The cross was paid up. Run over. Loops the ball into the area. That's the ball. And Kumasi Asante Kotoko has the first goal. Justice play. Gets the goal for Kumasi Asante Kotoko. The Porcupine Warriors draw first blood in enemy territory. One goal to nil. It's a corner kick on the way now. Of a car. Hearts of Oak taking shot. Taking over again by Radio Avoja. Avoja with the ball. Then hits a lovely cross above everybody. Ball clears the pass. Stadium, what an atmosphere! The stadium is totally shattered to ruptures. Fabian Gaba finds him out of Jeffy. Jeffy chests around, hit the ball nicely to win. And that's the first goal! He's free to score! If Kamasi and Santi got to go and have a goal, it's will be Kwame Boko. Yeah, that's the special game we look forward to uh, on Sunday, 2.30 p.m. If you want to join us. Across Hearts of Oak versus Santa Cruz, is always a, a wonderful narrative, no matter how it goes. There so many things that happens before the game and, and a lot that we hear about. But you know what? This season and for this Sunday, there are no fans going to be allowed in there. But I'm just going to try and remind us of the good old days, of course, when there was no COVID and we had our wonderful Kotoko and Hartsville games, you know, just the way we love it. Everything that we miss, put together in a special report. Composition of song. Never mind the involuntary breaking of music rules, only if it's fit to act the opponents. Herald the meeting of Ghana's two football giants, 20-time champions Hearts of Oak and 23-time champions Asante Kotoko, year in, year out. Two meetings are at least guaranteed in the regular season, and fans religiously look forward to these ties. I'm telling you, we are going to score Kotoko 3 0. There's a record which is going to happen. Now, Kotoko, they are not aware. We will have a seat. 
what I call, we are coming here for sure. Yeah. We are coming here to expect nothing but win. We mean business. We all know that Akas and as and for that matter, Akas was today with our family. That is that is what we feel at home. And we are promising that we are winning today, nothing but today. Today we shall give them two goals. Very characteristic of a super clash. Football is probably played in the spiritual realm and through the banter of fans, which could turn extremely feisty. The role of the supernatural has always been a subplot. Both teams, upon advice, after spiritual consultation, will decide which routes to use to the stadium, how to enter the playing field on the day, the call of Jesse's on the day, and even lately, guarding the playing ground before the big day. We are not going to give the any chance to use ship to secure good here. We are going to win them and win the league as well. We are coming in the match going to strong team. We won our last match, they lost. So they are down and spiritually down. And with these fine colors that we score from overseas, the sky will be our limit. There's no way for the will win this match unless they use the units. And that's why we are all over the corners. We dare them if they are mad, they should stay here. Uh, you are going to be here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, till Monday. Exactly, exactly. Until the 90 minutes before we go home. Switching of camps has been another feature. Why? Yeah, I think it's a very good organization uh, because uh, normally when they are in Accra, supporters would like to ship in to the, the hotel and uh, kind of going to encourage the players. By attending the area or the match, normally it can also affect calls from supporters as well. You know, and then uh, a kind of argument on the media and then social platform. You know, so I think uh, it can have effect as well. That makes also sometimes bring uh, tension. You know, and so I think because of taking place now, I think they can concentrate, they can have their own way of bringing their preparation towards the match. Amankwa Mriku played for Hearts of Oak, captain the team. Surely should know what he's talking about after playing a couple of super clashes. You may have your own concerns about how these spiritual antics play on the game, but on the evidence of things, we have witnessed truly amazing goals conceded and scored. In the installment of the Crossport Stadium, everyone, including Hearts goalkeeper Salama Abdullahi, was stunned by the winning goal. Yes, now, but uh, one that Akofi dealt very well win. Everything changes. And you would have a very good impression of Ghana's top flight if that's the only game of the Premier League you witness. Indeed, everything moves notches up. Media men put their best foot forward. Hype on the airwaves, massive. Several failed attempts to get players from opposing sides to speak because of superstition. Commentary on the day on a different level. Fans equally troop into the stadium in their numbers with the hope of claiming bragging rights. This is different from the past, and we are not going to sit down for anything to bully us. Believe you me, we are going to do it. As of all, we will definitely win this particular match. I would say Haas and Kutuwa are the biggest club in Ghana football. You see, they take it as a, a bragging right. Because if, if Kotoko scored Haas and even they don't win in the league, they are happy. Even when you win the league, they will compare Haas and Kotoko. The match that you play, they will not think about the other one. This will make it very, very difficult. Even when you lost to even the, the team at the bottom and you do a win against Haas, they will be happy. Coaches do always have their jobs on the line. I can't be joking. 
Any coach who has lost his fixture has lost his job days or months after. Massive motivation in various forms from administrators and club owners plays a huge part in where the pendulum swings to. And the untold tales of the psychological battle goes on. So Sunday offers another opportunity. The Phobians have the tails up. Table and have replaced the star exit of former coach Kenichi Yatahashi with the acceptance of Newman's Sergio Trangul's methods. The Porcupine Warriors will be first to admit they have a lot of patching up to do. Uh, that's your point, that's, what you have that's how you saw it, but I don't, I don't want to take that disgraceful that you, you, you described to me. My place is very bad from you. You can say that we didn't perform well. Yeah, it's football and anything happens in football. You can have your bad day, but you can't say we are disgraceful. You need to watch the match and watch how the levels to also behave. I'm also going to ask you a question. How did Levy perform today? I don't tell me, so you can't just say, ah, uh, we, we, we play a disgraceful game. No, it's not that. Like, it's football and you can have a bad day, but you don't just open your mouth and say anything that you want to our players. I won't take that too from you. We are going to, uh, this is the play that you have. We are going to encourage them. We are going to motivate them. We are done, but we are not Ironing out the wrinkles may not be as Herculean as getting the fans behind them against the dreaded opponents from the pit of hell. Another day, another story will be told too. Not sure how the story will end. But promises of pain, ecstasy, anxiety, heart-stopping moments in the 90-minute roller coaster ride is for sure. Do I need to say more? It's action time. Kumasi Asante Kotoko coming up against a crowd house of three points separating the two teams. Kumasi Asante Kotoko are facing the league table with 31 points. And a crowd house of eight on the league table with 28 points. And Kotoko now. This could be dangerous. Dangerous. I'm a two Just putting you in the mood. Hook, line, and sinker. Problem is, no fans are allowed in the stadium. That's the point. And so you need to follow the update here on Joy 99.7 FM right from 2.30 p.m. on Sunday. But... I've just been thinking, what will happen to the clubs because they make a lot of money, so much money when all of this happens, when the fans come to the stadium to watch the game. Accra Hearts of Oak and Kamasia Santa got to go have somewhere, you know, in their diary that on this day we have to make some money. It's not possible. And we've been trying to examine just how dire it's going to be in terms of what they're missing out financially. Here's a Joyce Sports Report, read by Hauna Murak. Between House of Oak and Asante Kotoko have produced a lot of action in the past with fans usually feeling the 40,000-seater venue to give it a carnival atmosphere. However, fans will not be allowed in this tie as the Ghana Football Association announced a one-month behind closed doors ruling for domestic competitions. In the council's 2019-2020 season, some supporters were outside the stadium as early as 9 a.m., albeit the match was scheduled 
to be played in the afternoon. Before the match commenced, the stadium was filled. A record-breaking revenue from gate proceeds was attained after the game. Currently, Kotoko charged a minimum of 15 cities for supporters seeking to enter the stadium. Considering the magnitude of this fixture, the lowest price per head is set at 20 cities. The match would have raked in about 800,000 Ghana cities, beating the previous record. The NSA take 10%, while Galka and the government pocket 5% and 17.5% respectively, leaving the 67.5% for the clubs to share. It's a free kick for Kumasi Asante Kotoko. Here the cross was paid up. 101 loops the ball into the area. That's the ball! And Kumasi Asante Kotoko has the first goal! Justice play! Get the goal for Kumasi Asante Kotoko! The Pokemon Warriors draw first blood in the enemy territory. One goal to nil! It's a corner kick on the way now of a car. Hearts of Oak taking shot, taking over again by Ruddy Avoja. Avoja with the ball then hits a lovely cross above everybody. Stadium, what an atmosphere! The stadium is totally shattered to raptures. Fabio Gaba finds him out of Jeffy. Jeffy chests around, hit the ball nicely to win. And that's the first goal! He is free to score! If Kamasi Asante got to go, we'll have a goal! It will be Kwame Poku! Kwame Poku would definitely be on the lips of quite a number of Kamasi Asante got to go fans as they continue to talk up the chances ahead of this particular game. Very, very interesting. Joining me in studios now to uh, have a look at the two teams and uh, just uh, whet your appetite more. Mubarak Haruna. Haruna Mubarak, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, George. Chill, chill. <laughs> Thank you, fine. Uh, Rick Wampo for joining me as well. How are you doing, guy? I'm fantastic. Yeah, you know what? They've been following the teams madly, closely, and should have enough information to tell you what this is looking like. I mean, uh, Mubarak, which of the two sides should be happy? Is your happier side? I think... Um, Asante Kotoko should be much happier heading to this tie. Mm. They've played in uh, on the continent. They've had experience. They've met better team, better teams on the continent. ESETIF. So, I think they should be brimming with confidence heading into the game. Mm. And of course, because of their extremely good record at a cross sports stadium, they should be licking their lips, George. Well, oh, I hope it, it it really works out like that for them. The fact that they have won all games away, but have had problems at the cross sports stadium where. The game is going to be staged. How should be happy about that fact? Uh, I find I find a, a bit of a grey area with that, you know, statistic, and it's a bit confusing mm. uh, because, yes, Asante Kotoko have been the best side in the league away, and they claim that they are struggling to play at that cross post stadium. That's their home uh, this season. If you look at you know the standings so far. Uh, if it comes to their away table, Kotoka are all the way up. But then when it comes to, you know, home games, they're outside of the top 10. And if that was better, yes, they could have been challenging for the league title. But here's where the trickiness comes in. You look at the record, the head-to-head between these two sides. And Hearts themselves have only won at the Crossbow <laughs> Stadium against Kotoko once yeah. in their last 10 meetings. Yeah. So clearly, Kotoko have been dominant playing in Accra. Mm-hmm. And in the, on this same Accra Sports Stadium pitch they are complaining about. <laughs> so maybe I just think when they meet Heart of Folk in Accra, it's no longer about the pitch. Maybe it's about something else. But mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, home form would play into this. It's more about the stadium and who is playing in Accra. And I think that's where the advantage uh, maybe comes to uh, Asante Kotoko and then Heart of Folk. Maybe also another factor uh, to consider is the fact that Heart of Folk have always played this match with fans. Yeah. And also maybe the, f- the pressure of the fans being at the stadium, being the home team playing in Accra, could have played down on the players' confidence and abilities because of you know the, the, the huge expectations and how loud these fans could be and very violent they can also be sometimes. So it changes the dynamics. Yeah. No fans, less pressure. Maybe Heart of Folk could finally, you know, 
make advantage uh, get advantage mm. with their home form this time around so it's a tricky situation with the mm. stadium and who's playing home mm, and how that plays into <laughs> each person's and it feels like this uh, you know when Inter Milan and AC Milan are using the San Siro yeah just the same thing you know what uh, I've told you in 8 minutes to activate the phone line so you want to get ready 0302216541 you tell us uh, what you're thinking what you're feeling ahead of the game whether you have the Crown House book fan or Kumasi Asan that will be just at uh, 7.50 Mubarak let's talk about the the attacks just been a lot of joy for Kumasi Asan Sakurako fans. They say they've got Kwame Puku in there. I mean, who was scoring goals for them. They seem to have the kind of machinery to try and get a goal with uh, Fabio Gama. Gama giving them the passes and lightening up their attack. When you look at both attacks, which one would you fancy? I think it's palpable. Across of have scored 21 Ghana Premier League goals. Asante Kotoko have scored just 12. So the, the the difference is huge. Mm. But to focus on Kotoko, Kwame Poku has scored seven goals. When you take out Kwame Poku, Asante Kotoko have just five, isn't it? Five they, 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 they can't score goals, I tell you. The team cannot score. People talk about Fabio Gama, his movement, his creativity, but he's an attacking midfielder and as an attacker, you need to add goals to your game. He's got just one assist and zero goals. So what does it tell you? The team, I think the players are quite profligate because I've watched Fabio Gama in a couple of games. He's been in good situations, good positions to score, but he does not take the chances. So I feel Kotoko are really struggling to score now. Emmanuel Genfi, there are so many games that he's had the opportunity one on one with the goalkeeper, but he can't score. I don't know what the problem is, but they are really, really struggling to score. He, he, he questions about that, you yeah, say? He, he, yes. This season, the only game that Kotoko scored twice was against Liberty Professionals mm. and uh, maybe Karela United. Mm. Since then, they've not scored. But House of Folk, they've proven that they can score two. They scored 11 wonders by two goals, you know. They've proven that maybe they can score three. three. Mm. They scored dreams by three goals, you know. They've proven they can score six. They scored the team United by six goals to one. He had a cross post, you know. So, in terms of attacking attack, quality, very much on top. Uh, what do you have to make about this fact? Yes, the Accra has scored more goals, but well, players are running out of form and getting in form, and it's 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 such a an interesting spread if you look at it. Maybe Victor just slightly, you know, popping his head there. Well, uh, it's yeah for hard to focus. It's been a bit of a tricky season where uh, you just don't know which hearts will turn up. Whether it'll be the hearts that beat Bichem United by six goals to one, or is the heart of folk uh, that you know pops up? Uh, you know, I'm struggling to remember. You know, one one of the, their very shocking performances, maybe mm-hmm. against the Elmina Sharks, where they dominated the game and ended up, uh, you know, bottling it and dropping points in the last minute. Also, uh, but I think. For Hatter folk, if you look at their last 10 games and their form, they are tied with Kotoko in terms of number of points picked and have picked up, uh, have actually scored more goals. Mm. But then the moment you limit that to the last five games, that's when you see the difference. And I think that, you know, that, that, that can be attributed to the fact that there's been so many distractions at the club. I think that for the, for the first time, Kotoko are starting to be stable. Mm. We're not hearing any off-the-pitch issues heading into this. For Hartford, they're trying to sign a new player, Salifu Ibrahim. Uh, you know, f- f- um, he, he plays for 11 Wonders. Uh, he's won the most Man of the Match Awards this season. Mm. And we are told that that deal is almost complete. They're also in the markets for a new coach. They lost their head coach. They lost their assistant. They lost the goalkeeper's trainer. They lost the manager. And there's just been... Th- there was also a fan protest at the club secretariat. So, as a player... You're heading into a game and there's so many things going on through your mind. Whilst I think Kotoko are probably more focused heading into this one and are just thinking of the three points and how they're going to recover from their slump in Africa. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, it, it just makes it more, more interesting. And yep. we're going to see the mentality battle here uh, as to whether Hearts are able to put all of this behind them. But I also wanted to, you know, top up on what Mubarak was saying. Okay. Yes, he says that, Accra had to focus scoring way more and Asante Kotoko are not scoring enough. But hey, <laughs> championships have always been won by defenses. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to the defenses. But I went to attack to attack. So I'm taking you guys from midfield to midfield. Then we'll get to defense to defense. And then we'll allow calls to calls. You guys will call us. And then we'll hear what you guys have got to say. So 
that's the attacking situation, yeah. really. And it's fair to say for Accra Hartsville, the change of a coach, once the, the face of a dugout changes, then it means that some players are going to be automatically get get opportunity to play. And like we've seen, yeah, lately Isaac Mensah doing the goal, scoring and all. Can we say the, the midfields are par? I mean, the, the both midfields, are they about just close? Yeah, I think Asante Kotoko midfielders are beginning to find their feet. After um, Max Okonodu was sagged, Johnson Smith has given Sarkozy the opportunity and he's trying his best. Uh, his best, I think, is okay. Mm. And Nabila as well, after struggling at the start of the season, is now stepping up to the plate. He's performing so well. And of course, Fabio Gama in there. So I feel Kotoko are having a stronger midfield than House of Folk. House of Folk at the point they were rotating. House of Folk are the only team in the Ghana Premier League that does not have a, a, a constant starting eleven, I yeah. should say, I should tell you. They always rotate from Ni Odum to Costa Papage to their interim manager, Samonino. They always rotate. So it's very difficult to tell the three midfielders who will be playing for House of Folk mm-hmm. against Kotoko this weekend. But I feel irrespective of that, House of Folk are not really strong in midfield currently because Benjamin Futu is not even a starter and sometimes William Denchi, who is a right back or a full back, has been converted to play the DM role. Imanonete just returned from injury. He's not fully fit. He's not on form. So you can't really judge him. And if you look at their attacking midfielders, they've got someone like Botwe, Botwe, uh, Frederick Botwe. Yeah, I think he has been disappointing some games. In some games too, he has done so well. So I feel the House of Oak midfield are highly inconsistent. And for me, Kwanza Santi Kotoko have a formidable one. Okay, uh, Rick, let's go to the defences. <laughs> the two defences, that's critical right now, yeah. What have we got? The two defences. Well, if you look at the table, uh, Kotoko have actually conceded the least goals uh, in the league. And it's quite impressive. They've conceded just six so far. Mm-hmm. And you know, everyone else is in double figures. I think the next, the next least conceded is probably Great Olympics, who have conceded 13 also. Yep. Uh, Hearts of Folk have conceded 14 in our next. So it just tells you the gap between Kotoko's defence and, you know, Hearts of Folk's defence. But to put, you know, these numbers into context, mm. Kotoko have met Dreams FC, who scored 26 goals, Ashanti Gold, who scored 26 goals. These are the two teams with the most goals in the league. Uh, you know, when you look at individual teams. Yep. And they didn't concede against any of these two. Mm-hmm. Now, you move down to Karela United, 23 goals. Also did not concede against them. And then you also, you know, look at Wafa, who, who are also next, joined with Karela with 23 goals. And they conceded just one goal. So, in four matches against the highest scoring teams, they've conceded just one goal. Wow. So, it tells you that this is a team that can shut attacking systems because this is no fluke. These are four of the teams that play the most fluid football and create the most chances. And travel to Algeria to do the same. Yeah, so if, if they're able to stop these teams from scoring, mm. and you know, Raza Cavaloa being the only keeper to go three games without conceding a goal mm. this season, then mm. it tells you that there is a system put in place to stop these attacks. And Hearts of Oak attack, I don't think, has been uh, as em- emphatic as these four teams that I've mentioned earlier. Mm. So I think they, they would have some joy against this Haas team. I think defensively, Kotoko would come out on top. It's just a case of how well they are able to find Kwame Poku because that's really their only avenue of getting a goal. And I think Hearts of Oak would know this as well. Mm. So it might make defending against Kotoko easily, you know, become uh, a slightly more easy task because mm. they know once Kwame Poku is silent, Kotoko do not know how to score. So, I'm, I'm, I'm being skilled towards a, a more balanced game because the, the plan is clear. Mm. House will struggle to score against Kotoko yeah. and Kotoko might struggle if Hart are able to limit Kwame Poku. Well, that's interesting. Well, let, me, let me activate the phone lines. I come to you shortly. I activate the phone lines now so you can call You can call us now. I can do some two or three calls right now and we want you to tell us what you think. Hearts versus uh, Kotoko, that game is on Sunday, 2 30 build up joy fm 0302216541 abeg who's smiling waiting for your calls 0302216541 you call and uh, we'll put you through mubarak you want to make a point yeah just to add to what oroku said asante kotoko they've considered six goals in the ghana premier mm. however in a particular game they've not considered more than a goal okay Never. no team has scored kotoko two mm. or more yeah. So it tells you how strong they are defensively. And Johnson Smith, like I always say, he's a defensive coach. He's, you, you can tag him as the Moruno type. 
he knows how to make his team compact, solid, and regimented. Mm. He's very good. Emmanuel Christopher Nighty, sorry, playing at the right right back spot. He's got options in central defense. Habib is there. Yusuf Mubarak is Ghani there. Was, uh, so Ganyu is there. Yeah. So they they Kubaki, they have Kubaki they have well. very good players at the yeah. back and mm. and they are doing very well. So it's going to be really really tight. Uh, yes, I mean, from yes. I, I don't see how that one is going to be very very tight. Really so the point that you make. Okay, good. Uh, Oreku. So that's that's just about it. Who is going to start in the game though? Who's go- this is a tight one always. Is well. but who's going to start in the game? Who are you sure? Uh, if if I was going to do my best, I mean, who are you sure? Is going to star in this game. Fabio Gama's having a great day. Kwame Poku is going to have a great day. Victor is given a chance to have a great day. Who? Isaac Mensa is going to score. Isaac Mensa scored two important goals. I mean, one to win against the Busan Dwarfs, another to win against the Liberty Professionals. Who's going to star in the game? I think Fabio Gama will relish the opportunity to play House of Folk. Why? Because House of Folk always they leave themselves open at the back. They want to attack. They they commit more money forward, and that is what Fabio Gama likes, lurking in behind those spaces and feeding Kwame Poku with throw balls. I feel Fabio Gama. This is the best. This opportunity is a game for Fabio Gama to assist and then yeah. score as well. People talk about his creativity, but he's an attacking midfielder. He has to add goals to his game. <laughs> <laughs> Fabio Gama yeah. must add goals to his he game. To, That's to, coming from Haruna. Who's going to start for you? you? Who do you think starts in this game? I mean, uh, Oreko. Well, I, I think Kotoko are the most stable team. They've had one coach uh, have a system that they've been trying to perfect in the last few games. For Heart of Oak, I think Samuel Ninoy is just enjoying an, a, a bit of a new manager bounce. And, you know, the, the absence yeah, of... The honeymoon. Yeah, the absence of Costa Papic is probably... Has rejuvenated a few souls in there. They're trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they've met proper quality against the Bushadows. That game was easily a draw. Mm. You know, Ewishandas came from behind, came to draw 2-2, two, two, sh- once again exposing the naivety in Heart of Oak's defense. Unfortunately, uh, they had to concede the last kick of the game. And then against Liberty Professionals too, look, don't just watch the, 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 the highlights or the scoreline. Liberty had quite a number of chances yeah. in that game and uh, could have, you know, come out victorious against Heart of Oak. So you would think the hearts are playing well. They're not creating enough chances. That we, we are not we are struggling to see you know the the, the proper system. Uh, I'm told that Victor Eddie is being deployed as a winger now and mm. as someone you know as a right winger. <laughs> I, I don't think he, right, he, he right cuts out. Winger. I don't think he cuts out for that. Uh, I'm struggling to see why Patrick Razak hasn't uh, you know made an impact on this team. I, I would have thought that he would maybe be a game changer, but if I'm to see someone changing the game or really sparking this backlash, it has to be from the Kotoko side. And it would be no one else than Kwame Poku. Kwame Poku. All right, look, man, I just, I just have five minutes to go. Let's just wrap it up with the black satellites and uh, what they've got to do. But, Oriku, you were, you were watching that game between Morocco and Tunisia. Uh, what did you make out of that? Well, it was two North African sides who cancelled each other out, almost similar to what we saw, uh, you know, the West African quote-unquote derby where we, we saw Cameroon and Ghana also uh, meet and it was as if none of them wanted to go home <laughs> and so it was a similar scenario tonight mm-hmm. and we saw you know Tunisia coming out eventually uh, on penalties and Morocco you know they came from Ghana's group and we saw how good they were they dominated against the black satellites and most people are wishing that they would go out but they've been knocked out by Tunisia so it tells you how good Tunisia too are but Ghana are not too concerned with that though because Tunisia would now be facing Uganda in the semi-final. Ghana is not on that side. Uganda themselves, they beat Burkina Faso also on penalties. And, uh, you know, we have Morocco mm. and then Tunisia. So Morocco faces, no, Tunisia faces Uganda in the semi-final. And then in Ghana's part of the draw, we were waiting for the final result between Central Africa and then Gambia. And that match is currently ongoing. Halftime, the Gambians lead by 1-0. Remember, the Gambians actually beat Ghana in the final game to push Ghana to third in the group. <laughs> and in, ironically enough, after Ghana qualified against Cameroon, they met a black satellite the next one at the team hotel and clap mm. for them. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, they congratulated them. So, hopefully, you know, they don't meet again because that <laughs> means that one of them will not be there to clap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think the Gambians have been good this tournament and it looks as if they're, they're, they're in control right they're now control. as they lead against yeah. Central Africa. Well, let's see how it goes. I'm expecting Ghana to play against Gambia again, though. Uh, just, a, just a quick word on Chelsea, Manchester United. 
<laughs> Isn't it the same situation you have there? I mean, the situation you have on Hearts and Kotoko United are absolutely great when they go away, and they are going away in this one. Exactly. And Thomas Tuchel hasn't lost yet. Well, uh, it, it doesn't matter. I'm still struggling to know what Thomas Tuchel has really brought into this Chelsea team. You are struggling. You are struggling. Yes. No. So you keep struggling. No. <laughs> He's be, he just he just Lampard, he just he just beats Lampard, Atletico Madrid Lampard. and he's struggling. Okay, Lampard has led Chelsea to a 17 game unbeaten run. Okay, Thomas Tuchel has led Chelsea to just five, and current, and suddenly Chelsea fans are just yeah, but that's five over five ranting. Mm. No, but it doesn't matter. Did Lampard do that when he started the job? <laughs> Tuchel is facing United side <laughs> that <laughs> that are very good. <laughs> they have not lost in a while now, away from home no, actually. Okay. So. I think it's been a very difficult game. Defense versus attack. Two kills. Chelsea are not scoring more. United are scoring. Obviously, they are they are the highest scorers in the English Premier League. I see United scoring. Chelsea. I also see them scoring. But it, it will be you, a very. You think going to win this one? Rick, what's your reply to that? <laughs> I, th- I think we, we would see the importance of tactics in modern football. It doesn't yeah. matter. Tuchel would clearly outsmart Oligon Associate. Yeah. And I, I'm saying this because, yeah. you know, when he came in, he spoke about how his football is, is possession-based. And mm. he knows the impact of that, especially for his defense. So what he does with his team is that they decide what their shield would be, whether they are leaving five men at the back or they would leave four at the back and attack with six. Now, what we saw against Atletico Madrid, we saw five men at the left at the back. So yeah. that's the two DMs yeah. and then the three center backs. Yeah. And Shame. this cover was so important <laughs> that Atletico Madrid could barely get out of their half and they couldn't even master one shot on target. Oh, now, that's cool. not the first time we saw oh, that. Cool. Relax. Mm-hmm. Olegan Asoche has beaten Marcelo Bielsa, Pep Guardiola, mm-hmm. Jose Moruno, Julian Nagelsmann. Mm-hmm. Apart from Julian Nagelsmann, I thought you would say he has busy Thomas Tuchel too. Relax, they are yet to meet. Mm. Apart from Nagelsmann, which other manager have I mentioned that Thomas Tuchel is better than? No, no, just, 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 answer me. I am speaking clearly based on the style of play. Yes, and this is a Chelsea and Tuchel side. You see. The Tuchel team so at Paris Saint-Germain, the, the, the Tuchel team at Paris Saint-Germain mm. did not have enough balance. I thought because they had too many world-class players. Mm. What he has in this Chelsea side is work rate, young players who are willing to follow instructions and follow it to the core. And I think that's why we are seeing a 